Hey, what's up? How you doing? This is Lauren Hazel back with SBS Hustler Shorts. After almost a two year or over a two year break, we are back. Today is August the 3rd, 2022. Back with more actionable insights in marketing sales from an entrepreneur from the Boogie Down Bronx. Welcome and welcome back. If you're curious as to who this is for so you don't waste your precious time, um, this is for folks who are thinking about entrepreneurship, are entrepreneurs themselves, as well as folks who are working jobs in the realm of marketing and sales. I say that because a lot of things that we talk about here are things that I've applied to businesses, things that worked out, didn't really work out too well, and sort of my insights based on that Coming from a B-girl, Bronx girl's perspective, who also happens to be a big black nerd. So have some fun. There'll be fun references. It's great to be back and enjoy this episode of SBS Hustler Shorts. Policies save lives. Hey folks, this is Lauren Hazel here. So we're going into our uh, episode of SBS Hustler Shorts. And this one's titled Policy Save Lives. So the beautiful thing about this that I get to do is that I get to give you very short kind of morsels of things that I think that are important for, you know, everyone. If you work in a business setting, you have your side hustle, uh, you know, or your, you know, your official business. And in Policy Saves Lives, um, this is a case that... Uh, has happened to me about a a week and a half ago or almost two weeks ago, depending on when this comes out, um, that I think will be very helpful. And that's about policies. I am currently am in the midst of running a small remote cleaning business. Uh, We started about two and a half weeks ago in in a new city. And we've come across, you know, some problems that, you know, that happens when you start a new business. And in this case, is a remote cleaning business model on top of all the millions of other things that I do. So one of the things is uh, establishing policy, because when you're going into people's homes to clean it, this is residential cleaning, things can go wrong. You know, things can get damaged, um, people not show up, all sorts of stuff. And if you've been in this space or you've heard about the small business space and services, you can run into all kinds of problems. So in this case, we had a situation where a property manager was not truthful about the condition of their property, okay? And my business is very new in this case, but I'm always clear on a couple of things. One, we don't do certain services, and two, when it comes to post-construction cleans, I haven't really touched those, so since the business is so new, I didn't want to jump into that because that is a whole other can of worms. Now, I actually have experience in construction, Um, so I know what happens with post-construction cleans. And so it's not something that I wanted to tackle, uh, in the first month of my business being around, right? I didn't want to do that first. Like the first month or two, I didn't want to hit post-construction cleans. That was a preference that I had because there are certain specific things that I wanted. Uh, one, when it comes to post-construction cleans, I want that to be an in-person quote. Most of our quotes are not in-person, but I do now have two people who have the ability to go in and quote situations like that. So that's the reason, number one, I didn't want to handle any post-construction claims right now. I wanted eyes on the ground because I know what those things look like. I have experience in the construction space. And so 
the property manager wanted was desperate for someone to come clean the property because he had people moving in soon. So in his desperation, he was not truthful about the condition of his property, which led to some unfortunate events. One, uh, when our cleaner got there, it was a post-construction property, as she, as she saw. And so she was very good at documenting everything, which I had say, hey, listen, document everything, especially if it's weird, a situation that we you know, told you and it's not what it, what it was. And she did to her credit. And you know, she cleaned and she did an excellent job in this, in this place, she did an excellent job. Uh, the problem is she was walking out the door and she heard a crash. So she goes back and it's like, what the heck is that? It turns out um, a mirror that was in the bathroom fell. Now here's the thing, she was done. She's actually on her way out the door. She hears a crash and goes back in the apartment. Uh, she documented everything, called and did all that other stuff that she was supposed to do, which is excellent. You know, but here's the thing about the mirror. It was a mirror that was hanging in the bathroom. Now, I don't know about you, but how hard is it to have a mirror to fall out somewhere, right? And if a mirror is properly mounted, that should not happen. And it did happen. Uh, I don't believe it was the fault of our cleaner. It was a freak accident sort of thing, but it's an accident that I think had to do with the fact that this was a post-construction property. There was other things that were wrong, like there were doors that had no handles, um, <laughs> sort of a situation. And it was like weird things like that, that I have documentation on because, Hey, the guy didn't finish doing the actual work in the place. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, our policy is one we don't do post-construction. So because we wind up doing a post-construction property, I charged him more money as you should, if someone violates, you know, policy like that. Uh, two, the mirror did break. So when we finally had the conversation, now I brought the fact that, hey, listen, you know, you first of all, you lied to us and told us this was a move in, move out. And it wasn't. It was a post-construction property. You don't even have doorknobs on it. We have documentation of that. And so he's like, but a mirror is broken. And I was like, look, I could take it to insurance <laughs> and um, or we could just pay for, you know, deal with the mirror. So what we wind up doing is the mirror was 75 bucks. And so we just knocked off 75 bucks on the bill. Now here is the, the glorious thing about that because I upcharged him when I did, cause he did violate our policy, which he acknowledged. Uh, he basically just got a $75 discount. It didn't really affect my profit margins cause we had only based on the scope of work. I already knew what the profit mar mar margin should be. But since he had lied and the scope of work was expanded, it just increased my profit margin. So uh, I rewarded the cleaner extra, you know, because I think that's the only right thing to do and kept holding strong to our policies. And basically he just got a $75 discount. That's about it. But in situations like that, you know, it's good to have policies that you emphasize and let people know what violating that policy means, Hey, you're going to get charged a lot more money. You know, um, you know, these things are going to happen or you're not going to work with them again. So while you're in your business, whatever your business you're in, create some basic policies and be very clear in explaining what those policies are and getting people to agree. That's why there's contracts and, and such. Make sure you do that. Cause in this case it saved our biscuits. He could have said that mirror costs, you know, $300. Now, no mo bathroom marriage for this place is not going to cost no damn $300. Trust me. Um, and me, because I have the experience in this space, I know when someone's kind of pulling my leg a bit, right? 
So I was able to use those things to my advantage, but having policies in place, being clear, having them on your website, which you need to anyway, having them clear in emails when people sign contracts with you to do anything is a good thing to have, especially if something winds up being taken to court. So if your company doesn't have policies, you might want to think about figuring out, uh, figuring that out because maybe you're an employee and they don't have a policy on something that can save their biscuits. So maybe you want to be that person. Hey, listen, this is going to be a problem. We should have a policy to address this before it happens. And then not only having that policy, communicating that policy clearly to your current and future clients, and then enforcing those policies as well. This is something that a lot of social media companies kind of get in trouble for because people claim that they're not enforcing their policies at all or only choose when they want to enforce those policies. You don't want to do that either. If you have a policy, make sure that you do enforce it as well. So these are things that are important to protect you and to protect the client. So that being said, we are out for our time for today. Until next time. I hope you guys are doing well. Create your policies. Remember, guys, policies save lives. I'll see you guys later. This is Lauren Hazel at SBS Hustler Shorts. If you want to follow me, I am on Twitter in the Twitterverse. You can follow me at LB Twice on Twitter. Or you can find me on LinkedIn at Lauren Hazel. I'm the black lady with the glasses. You can't miss me. Or you can go to StoryXBrandXStrategist.com. Com. That's storyxbrandxstrategist.com. You can read on my website and even join my email list to know when goodies are coming up, like when I'm available for consults or if I'm going to be in a city speaking or anything of that nature or uh, my business views of the Game of Thrones. Until next time, all love and peace, y'all.